we're back with another installment of Zen Parenting Radio. This is Todd Adams. This is Kathy Adams. And we are going to talk about a lot of stuff. <laughs> Lots of stuff. Snippets. A lot of snippets. Oh, jeez. So um, let's get right into it. I'm already tired. We well, haven't even started. Last week, we talked about connecting with your children. Yes, I liked that show. It was a good show. Got a lot of good feedback. Thanks. We did. We got a lot of feedback, you guys, and that's wonderful. Some of it was just your your suggestions, but some of it were questions. What we talked about last week was how when we're c- to connect with our children, we have to take interest in their interests rather than expect them to be completely interested in us and that they should follow our lead. At being the parent and being the adult in the relationship, we need to look to them and see what they are interested in. Take the initiative. Take the initiative. Be assertive. Exactly. And be interested. And be interested. Your friend's question was, but shouldn't we introduce them to our interests too? As the parent, shouldn't we introduce them to the things we love? And my answer is, the word that I use all the time in the show, is absolutely. Of course we should. Um, I thought one, you were going to say balance. Well, balance, yes. Right. But I guess that's the thing. You know, in doing a radio show and talking about these issues with parenting, um, there are no absolutes. Um, we're going to talk about things like something extreme, like take an interest in your child, you know, be there for them, listen to them. And we're also going to talk about take time for yourself, walk away from your children, make yourself a priority. There, and We I, are just a big bag of contradictions, aren't we? No, it's not contradictions. That's the thing. They are not – they are – Maybe a paradox, right? Maybe a shift in the way you look at things, or understanding that um, everything is based on that present moment and what's going on right there. There is no there. This is why we talk about there's not a book you can read to say here's how you parent. It is a moment by moment, everyday basis. You you can't make a decision that okay I'm going to do this all the time because life doesn't always work that way. Well, it's um, absolutes. There, everybody wants absolutes. I saying know. this is the way to do it. Hey, do I take time for myself, or do I take care of my? Do I take time for my kids? Both. And do I do I show interest in what they're doing, or do I show them what I do? Both. Yeah. So it is balance, balance, balance. Right. And the idea is, and I, I don't know how you you are a little more eloquent with words than I am, but. You're always going to be a little bit out of balance. Of and the trick is to have the intuition of having the awareness to know when you are out of balance. Exactly. You know, I can't remember who, what teacher of ours helped us with that language, but I use it all the time when I give presentations because I do parenting presentations about finding balance. And the secret is you're never going to find perfect balance. Right. What you need to know is when you're out of balance. Mm-hmm. You need to realize when, for example, you've been traveling this week. You've been gone two or three days. Yep. So I know that... That I need some time alone because I have been with the girls consistently. People have been talking to me every minute. I've been, they, you know, they've been in my bed. I've been driving back and forth. I've been on. Yep. So I know I'm out of balance one way. I know that I need to get self-care back. You're probably the opposite. Right. It's you, time for me to to get on the ground and play with these guys and, right. um, you know, give a little bit of myself to them and reconnect. 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 Exactly. So I guess what we're saying is no matter what we talk about on this show, we're talking about different viewpoints, different ways to look at things, different experiences you can have rather than here's how you do it, do it this way all the time. Because you guys, that's that's the thing about parenting. What Todd and I always say is you've got to parent from your gut. You have to parent from Um, your knowledge of your children. You have to parent from a place of being present rather than parent based on what Kathy and Todd say. And another comment that we had uh, as a result of last week's show is um, 
the 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 listener said something like, "But you know, you say connect with your kids, yet." If you're not good at certain things or you don't like to do certain things like play pretend with dolls, right. so what do I do? Do I play pretend with dolls even in an though I don't way, want to do that? Right. Or do I not do that at all and say, you know, let's do something that I like to do? So I think um, the answer to that is, you know, you and I are – we balance each other out quite well. Right. And not everybody has that has that advantage. But, you know, I'm more the game player in the family. You're the doer. I'm the doer. I'll coach the soccer. I will play a board game. I don't know why you don't like board games. What's your issue with board games? You know games? what? I don't not like board how games. How come we never how, – how come every time I ask you to play, you never want to play? You know what? That's an extreme statement. Not every time. Most times. Most Some all of, the of time. that time. That is not true. I play I play board games with the girls. Sometimes when you're not even around, I but I what I will own up to, I do not enjoy it as much as you do, and I do not suggest it. Right. Board games are not my thing. Mm-hmm. That's not. I I could care less about. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You know what part of it is? When I worked at Children's Memorial, yeah, you get some baggage. I played board games with those kids. You played all some Connect Four, did you? Oh my gosh, I played Connect Four all See, the time. I love Connect Four. It's a great game. And you know, the thing was, is that's how I would connect. Connect mm-hmm. Four, connect mm-hmm. with the kids. Right. W- was over games and discussion, and that's what a lot of my therapy sessions. That's how we got through things right. is by playing games and talking. But man. It, to me, it feels like work. Right. So there you go. So maybe we that just is, you had it. a little bit of baggage. I have a little baggage with board games. And I love board games. Okay. Except but, my brother would always quit in the middle, and it would drive me nuts. Oh, that's brutal. Remember Stop Thief? I do. I love Stop I could make Thief. the Stop Thief sounds yeah, right now. Yeah, the, the footsteps in the window. Yeah. And, um, yeah, my brother would and always the, quit. And um, the glass would Yeah, the glass would, would shatter. shatter. Stop Thief. The I best board Stop game Thief. of all time is a board game called Dark Tower, and that's only for oh, the geez. Dungeons and Dragons nerds that I was. But uh, it was the Todd's best game. Todd's been looking for uh, a Dark, Dark Tower. Tower game since I've met him. Yeah, they don't sell them anymore. <laughs> I don't think they do. You know what? You found one about 10 years ago, but it was like $100. Yeah, and yeah. Thrifty McSaves a lot. Thrifty was not ready to bite that <laughs> bullet. Um, so board games. So Maybe going back to being okay. – well, we were talking about you being a doer. Okay. And yeah. the thing is, is when the way that Todd takes interest in the girls is by – actively participating mm-hmm. with them. He enjoys that. The way that I take interest in the girls is through my words, through asking them questions, through, you know, sitting down and letting them tell me about their day, um, and, and not just letting them, asking them about their day, being interested in what they're doing on a verbal basis, you know, and so. Feeding them, bathing them. Feeding, These yes. are all things that I don't like to do. I don't right. know if you you like giving them baths, don't you? Well, you know, the girls are getting old enough where I don't have to, I'm putting in air quotes, give them baths. But I do like that part. I like routine. Yeah. I like the routine and, parts of the day. I and, like feeding them. And and even when it, we're at a restaurant and, you know, you have to cut the pizza up into little bite-sized places, like almost without exception, I am diving right into my food and you're just beginning to start cutting up little stuff. Do you know... That is not balanced out at all. I know. You do all the work at restaurants and I just sit there and start feeding my fat I face. Know. I know. I think I've taught you to treat me that uh, way. Yes. Um, you know, wives or partners, spouses, you know, whatever, friends of mine, we have talked about this, that when we go to a restaurant, we are the ones who are on, meaning we tend to order. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I'll say to you, you're sitting next to JC and I'll be like, what does JC want? You're like, I don't know. Whereas when I sit down, the first thing I have to figure out is what do you girls want to eat? You know, is that okay for them to eat, et cetera. And then when the food comes, I don't eat for another 10 10 or 15 minutes. 10 or 12 minutes. Yeah. And here's the thing. When the food comes, it's hot and I'm hungry. And if you're going to go do it, I, I just let you do it. 
that's why I said I've taught you to treat me that way. And, and I'm not saying it's like you're treating me awful, but I have taught you that I will take initiative Now, that. if you aren't there and there's times when you're not there, I have to do that. But, but you then know. you know what you do? What? If the girls have pizza and it's hot and they'll say cut it up, you'll be like, no, just eat it that way. Yeah. You don't do what I do. Because I'm hungry. Because you're hungry, but then it challenges oftentimes, not always, but it challenges their ability to enjoy their meal because you're telling them to do it a way they never do it. I'm putting them in a position to fail. Well, you're putting yourself you're putting yourself in a position well, to fail. Well, the whole dinner. Yes, that's exactly because they can lose their minds and then you're not going to be able to eat anyway and you're going to have to walk out of the restaurant with someone and it just But the moral of the story is I'm hungry. <laughs> I, I feel is the moral of the story story me first. Yeah, me first and everybody else second. <laughs> I swear I am so bad at putting somebody else first when I'm hungry and the food is hot cuz I like my food hot. I always like microwave my burrito after we get home from You know Chipotle. what time? I like my food hot, too. Oh, do you? Yes. <laughs> but you know what? But I really like it hot. Okay. Do you want to win? More so than you. You want to win? I want to win this argument. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like my food hot, too, but I have learned To eat that, it cold. Well, or order things that don't necessarily need to be super hot. Actually, yeah. I don't really think about those things. Right. I just eat. I'm just well, glad I can eat. this is just another example of why you are awesome. So oh, thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. No problem. So let's let's shift into the content of the show. Okay. Well, is there anything else you want to add regarding last week's um, show? No, but I recommend if if you're listening for the first time, go back and listen to last week's show, which was called. I think it ended up being called Dad. Dad you want to have a catch? You want to have a catch, which was based on the movie Field of Dreams. Because oh, and by the way, I sent an email out, and I've gotten a lot of comments, and it was a kind of an informal survey on best baseball movies of all time and I just think it's such a no-brainer that it's Field of Dreams and I was shocked by how many people think it's the natural and Yikers. I don't understand that. Yeah, I, I go, love that movie. Field of Dreams, Bull Durham, Major League, and then The Natural. You didn't put Bull Durham in your... I um, no. Maybe I screwed that mm-hmm, up. But anyways, maybe I'll shoot a poll out to all our listeners if we figure out how to do that. Another one? So, okay. Um, so let's move along. Okay. So... What I um, thought we would talk about today is emotional intelligence. What is emotional atel- intelligence? Do you know what emotional intelligence is? Let me give it my Yeah, what would you assume try. emotional intelligence I is? I think it is being able to um, handle certain situations um, with feelings in a mature manner. Okay. Um, maybe above and beyond your age. Like if you're five years old, then you have an emotional ability to handle... You know, when curveballs are thrown at you? I don't know. Well, and that's part of it for okay. sure. But I think you can even simplify it more rather than look at that you're actually better at something or that you're actually older than your actual age. Mm. Emotional intelligence just means being able to relate to people. Okay. So uh, emotional intelligence, it, there's actually uh, a book and workshops and all sorts of things, a book by Daniel Goleman. Um, you could just Google emotional intelligence. And he's also continued with um, – you know, emotional intelligence for adults. I think I actually I don't even remember all the titles of his book, but I know that emotional intelligence, the very first one that came out, is right. that you know okay. that's the one that I have. So basically, it's just about um, our ability to relate to people, our ability to feel compassion, mm-hmm. our ability to um, handle difficult situations like teamwork, mm-hmm. um, partnership, right. um, just our ability to understand other people rather than be completely self-involved, mm-hmm. um, and. Why I think emotional well, I mean, why isn't why wouldn't emotional intelligence be the most important thing? I mean, of course it is, but the truth is, I don't know if we focus on emotional intelligence very much in educational settings. Okay, um, I do you want to just dive into education? Why don't you talk about the movie that you saw last night? 
Oh, okay. Well, good. This is a good segue here. Um, I screened a movie called um, Race to Nowhere. Some of you may have heard of it. Um, it's actually what they're doing. It's not in theaters. What they're doing is universities, colleges, organizations, etc., are getting copies of the movie and screening it for audiences. And to be honest, I don't really know why it's done this way. Right. It's just this is the way it's being done. So I, I live in Elmhurst, and I went to the screening at Elmhurst College. And I, I knew about it a little bit before I went in, but wow, did it have an emotional impact on me. I saw the previews to it, and I, I was out of town, so I couldn't see it, but I wanted to go see this really movie bad, yeah. so bad because... It, maybe it's best if you just kind of give it in a nutshell what it was all about. Well, basically, it was about what that our educational system is kind of off track and that we're focusing a lot of our attention on overachievement and on test scores and on being the best and being competitive and forcing our kids to do extreme amounts of homework when really that's not furthering their educational success. They've done research now to show the amount of homework isn't what um, actually yeah, with. correlates with grades. Um, and we're focused too much on test scores, um, you know, getting into the perfect university um, because we have this belief system that if we get good grades and that our children read early or that our children are really bright, that they will go to the best university, get out, get a job that they love, and be happy. Now, that sounds good, right? Sure. But there's so much, so many other parts to life, and going, getting the best grades or being the best in the class do not equal right. happiness. Right. That is not or contentment. You right. know, um, I actually just to so I don't forget to say this I wrote a blog column about this um, last week okay and it's I think I titled it I can't what did I title it we'll put it on the web page okay we'll put it on the web page but it's something like oh I know it I, I called it let's be clear what do we really want for our children because we we're so interested in their educational progress that we forget about their emotional progress. Yep. We forget about their where they are maturity-wise and where they are brain development-wise. And so we kind of miss the point on helping our children enjoy life rather than pushing them to be little adults and to be focused on their future instead of being kids. So everything else is secondary to getting good grades. Absolutely. For a, and, and, you know, to try to take a step back from this, this is kind of like the opposite of, you know, the dropout who is unmotivated in an underprivileged uh, community. Yeah, we're not but, talking about extremes. We're, we're, but we're talking about, you know, middle class schools, like very normal schools, Yet these parents put so much pressure on these kids. And maybe it's not even just the parents. I mean, these kids put pressure on themselves too, right? But where does it start? It probably starts I with, mean, some of it's peer-related. Right? Some of it's from their teachers. Some of it's from the school. Mm -hmm. But the parents, when they're backing it too, mm -hmm. um, you know, like let's talk about things that, are, that influence um, this right from the get-go. There are parents that are pregnant, okay? Mm -hmm. They're pregnant with their child, and they're playing – them like baby Mozart, baby Mozart, and CDs, and and um, to stimulate their to brain, stimulate their brain, and so they they're like smarter, so yeah. they come out as geniuses. And we're not saying reading to your baby when they're in utero is not a good idea. Of course it is, but, but it that's for on, connection. Yeah, and it depends on what your intention yes, is. Why are you intention. doing that? And intention is an important word in our family, and the it, the intention is the energy behind why you're doing something. Right. Are you reading to your child so they can be the smartest in their class, mm -hmm. or are you reading to their child to connect and to give them information and new awarenesses about life? Mm -hmm. And so, and then there's also, oh, you know, the commercials we always hear for your baby can read. Mm -hmm. You know, like teaching our one and two year olds how to read. Why? Yeah. Why is that necessary? Right. I mean, you can say, well, because I want my child to read. 
don't worry. Yeah, they'll, they'll learn. They'll get it. They'll get it. I, you know, I actually say that in my blog that maybe they won't get it on the schedule of what the school expects. Right. Maybe they won't get it when their older sister got right. it. Maybe they won't get it at the same time the kid next to them got it, but they'll get it. Well, and I don't know what's going to happen when our daughters are in the high school years and thinking about no, college and all either. that. And I will say that maybe one of my weaknesses is to, you know, if I'm thinking why they're going to get good grades, you know, I think a lot of parents are like, get good grades, get into college, all this other stuff. But, and, you know, a lot of it is scholarships. You know, if you if you do really well, then all of a sudden that, $35,000 right. school turns into a $15,000 right. school a year right. or whatever. So, and that's one of my, that's some of my baggage is, you know. Financial. Financial is, and, but the thing is, um, who cares if they get into this school or that school? I know. Really, and, and I might be eating my words in a year or in 10 years. You know what, I, I don't think you will. I don't. I, I mean, you know, we talk about this a lot. And would you really care if our child was like, I want to go to, Iowa State or University of Iowa. I want to go to, I talk about Iowa because Todd and I went to Iowa schools. You know, I want to go to, you know, Illinois State. I want to go to University of Illinois. Yes, I know the requirements are mm-hmm. different. I'm aware of that. But I guess my point is what, I don't think I'd care. I, I don't think I'll care either. I mean, as long, all I care about is if they're trying their best. Now, here's the question that okay. a lot of people might be asking. What if one of our girls decides that, that she doesn't want to go to college? Um, I'm going to struggle with that. I'm not going to say you must, but I'm definitely going to struggle with that decision. Well, what if, um, you know, I envision, because I talk to the girls about college all the time. Sure. I tell them how fun it was, and, you know, they know all my best friends are from college, and they know you and I met in college, and so they know the socialization part for sure, and I right. obviously talk about, you know, it furthers their education. They've watched me go to school, right. you know, but, um, th- you know, I I want them to know that they have choices in life, though, that if, say one of our daughters wants to focus on um she wants to cut hair or be mm-hmm. a cosmetologist. Right. A four-year university may not be the best place for her. Right. And so do we say, no, go to the four-year university and then go to cosmetology school? I don't know if that makes sense. I don't have any answers. If they said, hey, I want to be, I want to cut hair for a living, I will be honest with our audience here. I would struggle with that because maybe it's my own ego saying, no, these girls need to, you know, have a four-year degree for whatever reason. Um I'm not saying I don't ever see myself forcing them to do anything, no. but I can see myself encouraging them to go in a different direction. But see, I think the piece that we miss is because um, most families, in, including ours, are on the track of you go to high school, you graduate, you go to school right away, you graduate in four years, you come home and you get a job. We have this track in our mind of how mm-hmm. life is supposed to go. Right. And I would be okay with our girls saying, one of our girls saying, okay, I want to go to cosmetology school, and maybe they end up deciding they want to be a teacher or right. they want to be you know, an astronaut or right. whatever, and then they go back to college. Right. Wouldn't that be okay? Yeah, I think it, I think it would be, but I, I think it would be um, – I would have to really do an internal thing to process that. Like if that were to hit me over the head right now saying I don't want to go to college, Dad – at this point in my life right now, I would say, okay, let's sit down and talk about okay. that. Okay, a discussion Open is completely discussion. worthwhile. It's not like say, oh, okay, that's just the way it is. I right. mean, that is an opportunity to have a discussion. It is, because I think one thing that you and I agree on as far as college, as much as it is, of course, to prepare people for work and in work environment, 
you and I both experienced that college is about socialization. For the most part. And about making um, wonderful friends mm-hmm. and about having leadership experiences and about learning about living on your own. Mm-hmm. So there's more to college than just getting a degree. Right. So I do agree that if my daughter was like, oh, I want to go slow, maybe over a course of six years, live at home while mm-hmm. I go, they would be missing a big piece that right. you and I deem to be important. But I think what's important is the fact that we would have the conversation and if they were 18 years old one of them was 18 years old or three of them or two of them and they were like no i want to do this differently i want this and 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 she would have to convince me that this and okay say it's cameron right i want to do this instead of go to college she needs to explain to me why and have it make sense and instead of just you know if she's like oh i just don't want to try or something right. i'm well, scared whole, to fail right. or something like Those that are different there's things. always different extremes right but as long as she had a good reason for it and right. it was grounded i think i would be and okay she had that. an internal path right you know she knew who she was and she knew what she wanted to do mm-hmm. and she had the she had figured it out and thought through it and understood herself mm-hmm. i would never question i mean we would talk about it right. but if she's like this is who i am who am i to say she's different right. and that she needs to do what i did well and i think the corner that a lot of parents paint themselves into is they say oh what are what do they know they're 17 years mm-hmm. old i know what's best for my daughter mm, I don't agree and with that. and i don't agree with that either i'm saying that out loud right. just <laughs> for an example because i think our as parents we have egos and we don't want to be looked upon in a certain way by friends or family or anything else and say no my daughters are going to go to college and they do it those parents do that for them and not necessarily for the benefit of their right. son or daughter. So, And then as far as college goes, who knows what, you know, even when you're in college, I mean, with the exception of maybe being a doctor or a lawyer or something like that, anybody who knows what they want to do when they're 20 years old, <laughs> I mean, what are the odds of them actually following through with what they want to do? You know, the only person I know who did who? is my friend Jerry. Yeah, he, he had his vision. And, and he now has he's climbed that ladder and he is now like a hotel manager and he said he wanted to do that before going into college, and he followed that path. I went to college, and I'm like, I'm going to be an accountant, even though I had no idea what an accountant was. Right. And then I realized what an accountant does, and with all respect to accountants. You didn't like it. It was not my thing. <laughs> so obviously, you know, I figured out pretty quickly that it wasn't my thing. And then, you know, even with that, it's just... Well, account- and that's part of college. Like, I went to school to become a broadcast journalist. I was in the journalism department, and then by the end of my sophomore year, I decided I wanted to be a teacher. And mm-hmm. so I had to do all these extra classes to become a teacher, and then I got out, and I taught for a while at Children's Memorial and some other places. But obviously now I'm a therapist yeah. and I'm doing completely different things. But they are steps along the way. Right. It wasn't a waste of time. Right. It was um, steps it's along the, the path process. where we are. But can we get back to emotional intelligence really quick because I think this is a big part of um, education because regardless of whether or not our daughters go to college or what they decide to do, what I do want them to know as they grow, what I do want to focus on with them is not just about them getting a certain grade or being getting a certain award or being deemed the smartest or the most athletic or whatever. I want them to be good people. Right. Okay. Now, can I force them to be good people? No, but I can focus on the things that they do Mm -hmm. that like are, you know, Great relationship things, the way they treat people, focus on that, you know, um, say to them, I noticed the way you held the door open for somebody, or I noticed the way you were so kind with a friend, or um, support their hobbies, the things that bring them joy. Well, what I was going to say is that there's so many different types, like we we are talking about emotional intelligence here, and we're talking about 
brain school in- intelligence. intelligence. IQ. There's other types of intelligence out there. You just need to kind of reframe what your thought of yeah. intelligence is. Shift. There's physical intelligence, and what I mean by that, there's somebody who could be really athletic, and right. that is the gift that God gave to them. Exactly. And that doesn't that doesn't mean that they're not as intelligent as somebody who gets a 4.0 who right. is really good. There's musical intelligence. Yeah. There's artistic intelligence. You know, Creativity. Each, each mm-hmm. one of our kids was given a certain amount of gifts, and it's our job to help them figure out what that is. And yet all of us as parents are just so focused on test scores and, and all this in college, and it's absolutely crazy. Well, I shared, in, again, this is from my blog, but I stink at tests. I sucked at tests in in high school, and my grades were actually very good. Mm. I actually can now say I think I'm a smart person. There mm. are things that I know, there are gifts that I was given, that I, that I was born with, things that awarenesses that I have. Um, but when I was in school, because my tests weren't that great, I didn't think I was smart. Right. And I actually had a guidance counselor tell me I wasn't smart and right. that I would never make it in college. And, and you carry that to this to this day. Well, I'm I mean, obviously you... still telling the story. Right. So it obviously affected me and scared me to death because I want, it was the PSAT. It was right. the pre-SAT. And he said, no, this is unacceptable. You won't be able to handle college. And he's probably still doing what he's doing oh, right yikes. now. And, we should know, look him up. And I know, seriously, but that's... We should throw eggs at his house. <laughs> I'm telling you, we'll do it. We'll look him up. You know what? He was one of my greatest teachers. Yes, Because he really did force me to look inside and realize, you know, what I had to offer. Because right. just because I don't do well in a test does not mean I am not smart. Mm-hmm. There are other ways to be smart. And I want my girls to know all of those ways. Mm-hmm. And I want them to realize their strengths. They're going to have weaknesses, too. Right. There are some kids that maybe are excel at everything, but they're probably really tired yeah. because they are so busy during the day. Right. I want my girls to know know their strengths. I want them to be aware of challenges and things that they need to work on. I also want them to play and have downtime and have time with us and have time for imagination. You know, and these are a lot of things that I want, but the truth is I don't want my girls studying all the time. And if I can add to the list of things that you want for our daughters, it is for them to have the guts to to do something and and know that they may not succeed yes. and then get up off the floor after they've gotten their butt kicked and try it again. Well, because doing what you love doesn't mean it's going to be the same thing day after day. Right. What I loved to do when I was four was different when I was eight mm-hmm. and was different when I was 12, but I had to keep trying different things. That's what childhood is about. It's about trying. It's about, you know, jumping out there and saying, this feels right. No, that doesn't feel right. And, and, and a lot of kids, kids are, to do that. And there's a lot of kids out there that are so afraid of failure that they only do things that they're really good at. They're frozen. And they're frozen and they say, or they're they're not willing and they're not being given the space by their parents to try new things because right. their parents say you are on a college prep track. Yeah. You need to learn how to play piano. Mm-hmm. You need to learn how to play the violin. You, and I'm just pulling those out. That doesn't mean if your kids are it's playing like the piano dad in uh, Dead Poet Society. The kid, oh, oh. That, that poor kid in Dead Poet Society. I mean, it's such a great movie. Robin Williams is so good in serious roles, and he's. I know. I don't want to get into the Robin Williams discussion, I know, but but he drives <laughs> me crazy. Otherwise, that movie is so awesome, and um, that's an that's an example. Well, in, in you know who drove me crazy in that movie, and I always tell you this: who? the mom. Oh yeah, she just speak yeah, up, she just lady. Sat there and it's so hard for me to watch that movie because of that mom. We're talking about the dad that basically this this kid who's in Robin Williams' class. He he is on this you know track to. Are they? They're not in college. They're in high school. It's a high school preparatory, and he's going to be a doctor. He's going to be a doctor. His dad, his dad decided dad he's going to be a doctor, and he wants to become an actor. And he's he, really good at it. He's so good, and he realizes that's his passion, and he feels alive, and he realizes who he is. And his dad says, "Never, you mm. will never do that." And the kid commits suicide. Yeah, it's crazy. And you know, and again, and the mom sits. Along and the, the mom sidelines. just watches. 
practice it. And you know, the th- why that's important is going back to the movie Race to Nowhere. Mm-hmm. That is something they talk about. I know it's not always, and it's not always the case, but there are stories in this movie about kids who commit suicide because of the pressure of school, right. because they failed a class, right. or because they didn't get into an AP course, or they didn't get accepted to a university. That's nuts I to know. me. That is crazy. It's crazy. One last uh, quick tip that I do as far as the the academics, because JC is in second grade, is I try to focus on the homework yeah. and not the test. Mm, like, like you know, a lot of people like build up, oh, you have a test today. Good luck on your test. And as soon as the next day happens, how'd you do on your test? Yeah, we blah, don't blah, talk blah. much about We don't tests. ever talk about <laughs> tests. All I, do, all I want her to do is to try hard on her homework yeah. and then forget about the test. Right. And that's something that has worked so far. Yeah, it so has worked we'll so far. That. And again, she's young, so we don't know what the kind of pressure will right. be later on. But I like that. Um, so that is uh, towards the end of our discussion. You want to go ahead and promote anything you yeah, have to promote? Um, well, I will say this. Uh, please, if, you, if this discussion interested you about education, please do read my blog um, on chicagoparent.com. Again, it's called um, Let's Be Clear. Uh, what do we really want for our children? Um, and I also encourage you to see Race to Nowhere. You know, look it up on Google and see where the showings are, and it'll eventually be on DVD. But I encourage you to see it. It's It'll at least begin a conversation. Right. It may not be the end-all, be-all. You may not agree with it all, but it'll begin a really worthy conversation. And um, Self-Aware Parent, 19 Lessons for Growing with Your Children, and my new book is going to be coming out probably in June. It'll be here shortly. And um, that's all. That's folks. it. And, um, yeah, you can find uh, to purchase the book off of our website, ZenParentingRadio.com. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about our sponsor, Avid Company. They do painting and remodeling of kitchens, bathrooms, basements, you name it. And it's spring, you guys. You've got If you have any remodeling needs, I'm telling you, Avid rocks. They are the best. We would not be talking about them on the, the show the way we are if they weren't really good at what they do. So don't look any further. They're based out of western uh, suburbs of Chicago, but they go all over the Chicagoland area. So give them a call, 630-956-1800, and they can help you out. Or you can just go to our website, and we have a link there. So now it's movie line time. And the movie line I'm going to go with this time is... Uh, break out some of those sandwiches at the gas station. I'm so hungry I can eat a sandwich from a gas station. If you know what that movie is, give us a different line from that movie on our Facebook page and you could, just could, win a book from uh, self War Parent. Yeah, we'll send you one. I'm so hungry I could eat a sandwich from a gas station. Yes, that makes I'm two of us. Right so um, we will see you guys next week. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.